Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. I'm really excited to have you here. Welcome, Natalie. Thank you, Amanda. Um, the way we connected is that a client of mine sent mm-hmm. me a podcast you recorded. Mm-hmm. So you have a podcast called Preparing for Pregnancy After Loss. Mm-hmm. Actually, I can't remember off the top of my head which episode exactly it was that she sent me, but I'll, I'll link to whichever one it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just enjoyed listening to it so much. And I thought we need to have Natalie on the podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so why don't you introduce yourself um, mm-hmm. in whatever way feels good to you for this audience on this day, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me. This is a pleasure. Um, I describe myself as an emotional healing guide. Mm -hmm. And it was the best term I could come up with for like all of the things that I have explored, right? But generally just um, have always been interested in supporting people in their healing Mm -hmm. and approaching it from the framework of you are the expert of your body you just need the support to go through the journey and I can support you as that guide but all of the answers and all of the wisdom is already inside of you Mm. right so that's like the big category and under that um, I'm trained as a birth doula I'm trained as a life coach in the love yourself heal your life philosophy of Louise Mm -hmm. Hay if you're familiar with her work Mm-hmm. Um, as a somatic healing practitioner, which is going into like what we're holding in the soma or the body yeah, yeah. and energy medicine and other things. But all in all, I would say that, you know, my work is to both help people to heal trauma and to prevent trauma. Mm. Right. Mm. So what are, what are the, um, lived experiences that we've had so that we're still holding trauma or unhealed emotions in our bodies and how can can that you know I can call it the the initial harm or or the original injury like how can that injury then lead to more injury and more harm and more trauma so it's being aware of those things um, and supporting people in their healing, supporting them in, you know, becoming resilient and uh, feeling within themselves that they have the confidence and the power and the ability to do the hard things, right, as long as yeah. they have the support. So I work with people along the birthing spectrum. Yeah. And for me, it starts with loss, right? So yeah. I don't go, okay, if you're trying to become pregnant, that's where I start. For me, it starts with loss. It starts with the injury. It starts with the hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so people usually come to me if they've experienced a pregnancy or infant loss, um, if they've gotten a uh, infertility diagnosis, And there are also people who come to me who've had, you know, a a history of sexual trauma or some abuse and pregnancy 
is so terrifying because of the experiences that they've gone Mm -hmm. through in their body right and so it's supporting them first and foremost with the emotional healing and then whatever else they decide because not everyone is ready to or wants to have another baby or wants to go on that journey again so it's supporting them with is it building confidence in themselves is it restoring their trust in their bodies or is it actually preparing for another pregnancy so being being their guide as they're going through that journey oh so important Mm -hmm. um so i have so many things to say um one thing to say is um do you you know that language of like big t little t like big Mm -hmm. trauma little trauma Mm -hmm. as you were talking i was thinking like you know there's these big hurts and little hurts yeah big injuries little injuries and I was literally just on with a client Mm -hmm. and we were referencing something she was feeling and we were referencing a story and Mm -hmm. she said see that that person's trauma is worse than mine so I don't deserve to feel what I'm feeling right like it doesn't make sense in my head Mm -hmm. and so we had that whole conversation because like whatever the hurt is whatever the injury is it's not about bigness or worseness Mm -hmm. or um more or less traumatic it it, like to your body and to your mind and to your spirit it literally doesn't matter it all feels the same yeah yeah that that's I'm so glad you brought that up it's making me think of Dr. Gabor Mate's work in trauma and he says trauma isn't the thing that happened to you it's how it changes you right and so that's what you're living with like how that changed you like how you now perceive yourself how you now you know think of yourself as being capable or incapable like that's what you're still having to live with regardless of what the experience was Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that a lot in my clients. Um, and I mm-hmm. felt it myself where my abortion was really hard for me. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, well, I don't deserve for it to be hard because I yeah. have a partner who loves me. I have support. I have a, a safe and accessible place to go to get help. Like none of what I'm feeling makes any sense. Yeah. And like, just to work through that. And a lot of clients come to me and they're like, can't understand why the regret is so big. The shame is so mm-hmm. big. The grief mm-hmm. is so big. Cause it doesn't make sense intellectually. Yeah. And that's where it's like, it doesn't have to make sense intellectually because mm-hmm. somewhere in your body, it made sense at one time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 The work that you do is so important. Mm-hmm. It's so wow. important because there's so much, there's so much stuff as a part of that, like culturally, right? And and who and and just you know living in the bodies that we live in, right? Yeah. As women, where we are, we are the other. We're still the other as women, right? And so even in that experience, there is shame in that experience. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, a part of how I consider myself is being the rebel. Like I like to think of, all right, the rules that we have right now, someone made them up and if they don't work <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for us, let's change them. Maybe so they worked in, in that time. It's, it's not working anymore. How about if we change them? Right. Like and the so the theme of my week, it's all <laughs> fucking made up. Exactly. <laughs> 
exactly and so there is even the cre- the freaking creation story of like adam and eve Goodness. right yeah. and th- th- there are also different stories right yeah. that that isn't the one story but it, it's as though you know as as women are living in these um femme bodies you know and there are other groups who also go through challenging experience totally. but it's like we are in the wrong and so to do anything that's already considered to be shameful there is so much more that we're holding yeah right? just so yeah. much more and so it doesn't have to make sense intellectually like you're saying what are you holding in your body yeah what are you holding in your emotions yeah and i don't know about you but sometimes i think what we're holding is not even our lived experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's somewhere in our lineage or in our yeah. culture or in yeah. our like to remember too the reason this feels so big to me mm-hmm. might i'm might not make sense if I look at my history if I look at my childhood if I look at my body because it might not be mine might be someone else's I love the question like is this mine or someone else's Mm -hmm. yeah 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 exactly (laughs) so I do have a lot of listeners who I mean of course it's the full spectrum of experiences Mm -hmm. they do have a lot of listeners who do desire or are mm-hmm. questioning whether mm-hmm. their desire for another pregnancy mm-hmm. is even real like mm-hmm. do i want a baby to replace the one i lost mm-hmm. or mo- or ones i lost um yeah am i just trying to feel better mm-hmm. um do i just think it'll like slip me into another state of mind. So I have a lot of listeners who are questioning, like, yeah, I've had this loss or losses and I think I want another pregnancy, but I don't know if I really want another pregnancy mm-hmm. or if there's some other driving desire. Yeah. So what might you share with those listeners? Yes. Such a good question. The first thing that's come into mind, so I've mentioned that I work with people along the birthing spectrum. Yeah. Uh, those people who have had another baby, they still are holding the grief and the yeah. regret and the shame and whatever. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's good that in their conversations with you, like that's something that comes up because, you know, by the time you get to that thing that you think you thought you wanted, whatever the emotion is, is still there because that hasn't been dealt with. Right. So how so do you know the, when you're questioning, mm-hmm. where do you look? What are some questions you can ask yourself or yeah. places you can go inward mm-hmm. to find mm-hmm. that answer? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, so that was going to be my first response. It, it is going inward. Yeah. Right. And so somatic therapy is a really great tool for that because how I would describe somatic therapy, it, it is going inward almost as though, you know, we're, we're on this level of uh, consciousness and then beneath it, it's, it's a subconsciousness, right? So if yeah. you think of, you know, let's say that we use the analogy of an ocean. So above the ocean, what we can see, that's, that's the consciousness, right? Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever is above there, the sand, the sky, the trees, and then you get to go under what's, what's on the surface, right? So you get to go into your inner world and you might find that, oh, 
I, I went through that, that termination and mm. there is uh, shame and loss and guilt that I associate with that. And I'm wanting to have a reclamation. I'm yeah. wanting to do it again so that I can feel better. I'm wanting to, uh, you know, give the, the people around me, whether it's like my partner or if I have, you know, other kids, like give them what it feels like I took away from yes. them, right? So it's going to those deeper questions because at the end of the day, you might find that the, the baby isn't necessarily the answer. It's the healing that has yeah. to be the answer. So replacing the guilt and the shame with compassion, yeah. right? With, with self-love and self-compassion and um, honoring your experience, honoring your journey, honoring your choice and why that was the right choice at that time. Yeah. Right. Oh. And then choosing to go through another journey not with the, 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 the heaviness, not with the layers of the guilt and the shame, but because in this moment, this now feels right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there's a, a language shift that happens from, I need to have another baby or I have mm -hmm. to have another baby Mm -hmm. to I want to yeah like I've done the healing and now I realize I really do want yes. another child yeah but I think when we're in it it can be so hard to decipher that like is this mm -hmm. a real want or is this mm -hmm. like a you know like I want the chocolate cake for breakfast <laughs> no judgment I've eaten plenty of chocolate cake for breakfast but like do I really want it or do I just think I want it for the immediate satisfaction? So, mm -hmm. And yeah. I just, as hard as it can be, it just takes practice to keep coming inward and trusting the answers mm -hmm. you get from your body. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there are people who prefer to work things out on the mental level. So I would, you know, there's some mm. practices that bring you into the emotional and there are some people who prefer to just like work things out on a mental level. So pen and paper is good for that. Like if I go this route, what might be the outcome? Yeah. And if that isn't the outcome, if there are some challenges with pregnancy, if I have a loss, where does that lead me? How do I think I might feel? Right. So that helps you get closer to the answer. Mm -hmm. Right. When you work out the different options, mm -hmm. like follow the different options. Yeah. yeah where they take you and and be in that state like is that okay am I going to be okay with that yeah mm -hmm. yeah I, I love just that acknowledgement of and that's why I have so many different people on this podcast um mm -hmm. I love that acknowledgement of like we're all different and some of us mm -hmm. just might need to work it out in our heads yeah pen and paper exactly. and some of us gotta go into our bodies and yeah. like release those emotions with screaming or crying or laughing or right like exactly. there's one way is not better than another way right and, which is why i always say like just keep trying just right. look for something else try something yeah. else um yeah but i appreciate you acknowledging that that like some mm -hmm. people only need to work it out in their mind yeah they don't have to do deep inner like somatic work Exactly. Might just need to do some really good journaling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Um, what happens when someone's listening 
and Mm -hmm. maybe they did have a termination or pregnancy loss and Mm -hmm. have since gotten pregnant again Mm -hmm. and now they're thinking oh shit I never went back and did the healing work Mm -hmm. what happens when you're already or you've already had the baby and you're like oh I I didn't do the work yeah um I mean, the obvious answer is you go back and you do it. It's okay. It's never too late. But like, yeah. what would you say to that person? Yeah. So, you know, it's it's likely that if they're trying to become pregnant now or are pregnant or if they have had the baby, then they would have um, had experiences like triggers, right? Or revisiting of the trauma or different experiences that have come up that they haven't had to face in a while. And it's because, you know, we go through different phases in our lives. It's like we, we all, we're, we're passing different thresholds as we're mm. going through different experiences. And as you're about to pass through each threshold, you know, things come up. Are you sure you are ready? Are you sure you are prepared or capable? Mm. Like, remember when that happened X number of years ago, right? So again, it's like how, how the trauma changed you, right? How the traumatic experience changed you. It's like, you have to come face to face with that, right? Mm. It's, you know, like the hero's journey that, that yeah. David, is yeah. David Campbell, Joseph Campbell um, has taught about. Um, and it's like, facing those inner shadows I was about to call Mm. them demons but it's really just shadows yeah yeah right and so often there are triggers that come up so there would have been something reminding them oh that time when that happened like I haven't done the work and it's starting where you can I would say the first thing is acknowledgement of what is whether it's fear Mm -hmm. or worry or whatever the emotion is just acknowledging that that's there yeah. And then getting the support that you need in your healing, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a coach, a, you know, psych- like whoever it is, like getting that support in your healing. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things that I found as a doula is whenever there has been some trauma, things come to a climax in the birthing room, right? Yeah. Things come to a climax and, you know, just the intensity of all that you've been holding and haven't been able to work through it's, it's much more convenient and a lot easier if you have the support to work through it before yeah. um, than when you're in the process of bringing, bringing your baby into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, my brain goes, or my, I don't know. I, I go right back into births. Like yeah. I also was a birth doula and, oh, nice. and I love that. <laughs> like you do, there's those moments and it comes back to the beginning of our conversation a little bit where it's like, this is very intense for this mm-hmm. birthing person right now. Yeah. And I don't have to know why. Mm-hmm. I don't have to know what's happened in their past yeah. or their social experience or mm-hmm. just have to be with the bigness of whatever hurt is causing this stuckness yeah. or this pain yeah. or this discomfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah beautiful beautiful work you do mm-hmm. can we speak just a little bit to um infertility mm-hmm. and how sometimes infertility can be linked to things like emotional trauma mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's just like a physical something 
right? Yes. And so what happens when we're trying to get pregnant? We want to have another baby after a mm -hmm. loss. Mm -hmm. um, and it feels like we're infertile. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out what's, what's going on there. What does that journey look like? Yeah. And I love that you mentioned that sometimes it's the emotional and other times it's the physical, right? Like your body's dealing with some real physical imbalances right now yeah. um, that, that also need healing, but on, on a different level, because, you know, so I started my podcast talking a lot about the emotions and how the emotions impact the body. And then what I realized was that, you know, as I, I, as I was having either one-to-one -one conversations or working with people directly, they were holding the guilt like, oh, remember when you said about this, like, I think that's, I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> it could be, <laughs> but yeah. there's, there's also more to it. It doesn't mean that because you went through that experience, that experience is now causing infertility, right? Yeah. And there's so much blame and guilt. Yes. In journey because most people don't have answers our conventional medical system doesn't have answers because doctors aren't trained to go to the depths that they ought to go in order to get to the source of what's happening yeah right and so if there's no explanation as to why what's happening is happening then it it must be my fault right yes. <laughs> I remember so I I had a, a, a loss and after my loss I was like you know, it, it must have been one too many of those morning after pills, right? Yeah. Something that I right. did some right. years ago caused, yes. caused, caused this to happen to my body, right? Caused yeah. my body to not be able to support my baby. And it's because I didn't have any other answers as to what was happening. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes it is um, psychosomatic. It is the body not feeling safe enough to become pregnant right yeah. it, it is and what I what I like to say is that the body is always working in partnership with you mm -hmm. so if on an emotional mm -hmm. level you're not ready but your mind is telling you like oh I'm I'm this age or my partner wants a baby you know so from that mental and then physical level you're trying to make it happen but on a deep emotional level, you don't feel safe and you don't feel ready. Your body feels that. Yeah. Right. And so you might become pregnant, but then it leads to a loss. Right. It's like the, the push and pull happens. So there's enough pull. There's enough push so that there is a, a, a positive pregnancy. But then the pull happens so that 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 pregnancy is released from the body. Yeah. Right. So that happens on on one level. And um, I was just chatting with an acupuncturist who, you know, a part of her work is, is linking what's happening in the body with the chi, with the energy, and how a body will release a pregnancy if, you know, all of, all of the things aren't in balance, right? So that happens on an emotional level, but sometimes it's also physical. And we know that the physical is linked to emotion, but other times it's like toxins in the body from our environment, from our food, from our water, from fluoride in our toothpaste, just like all of this stuff that our bodies have accumulated over the years, right? And so if, if your body is busy trying to fight off all of these um, attacks and all of these things that shouldn't be there, it means that it doesn't have enough resources to host a pregnancy. Right. I describe it as 
you know, being, being on a ship and somehow I always go to a spaceship, but for some people who are like weirded out by ultra space, let's say that you're on a, sh- a ship, you know, on the ocean. If, if you are in a mayday situation, if you don't have enough resources for yourself and your crew, that's already there. How are you going to be the person who's bringing on someone else that has a lot of needs, someone who is being fed and nourished from your body and your resources, right? Yeah. So the body will always prioritize the primary host, which is you, the birthing, the pregnant person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's having so much compassion for yourself and so much compassion for the journey, knowing that it's, it's, a, it's a love story. Mm-hmm. It's a, like the body will protect you. The body, mm. will, the body will wait until you feel safe enough. Mm. The body will wait until you have enough resources. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so if you do want to go on that journey, it's, it's getting the support and the expertise to understand what the root cause is and, you know, having enough support throughout the journey to, to f- fix and regulate whatever needs to be regulated. Yeah. And I just keep coming back to like, it's so complex and so layered and it's not supposed to all make sense to any one person. It's Mm -hmm. just a journey of like finding all the pieces and putting them together and believing that there's a picture at the Mm -hmm. end when you put them all together. Yeah. Um, Because it does get so messy in your mind when you're like, wait, okay. So if my body feels safe and ready, it will conceive. Mm -hmm why are people conceiving in tragic like war zones like so now now my brain's confused like, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. to just be like it it's so so layered and mm-hmm. you the listener who's struggling for whatever reason like it doesn't have to make sense just keep yeah. looking and keep putting more pieces together yeah no one person has all the answers including Mm -hmm. you exactly your body is very wise and you can lean into it for all kinds of wisdom but Mm -hmm. it's okay that not one person knows why things are happening the way they're happening exactly exactly yeah I I know that you know looking at my journey um I was working in the advertising industry during my first pregnancy and I remember comparing myself to a coworker who didn't know that she was pregnant for several months, right. had been smoking and drinking. <laughs> right? I'm like, like I'm the healthiest person here. <laughs> I know, right? What, what is this? Yeah. And it didn't make sense. It didn't. It just did not make sense. Yeah. And it's yeah. okay. Like, I think sometimes <laughs> things just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. I had an experience in parenting yesterday where, um, someone pointed out to me that my son was sad about something. Mm. Mm. And at first I was like, oh no, he was sad. Mm. Then I was like, wait a second, what's wrong with being sad? It's Mm. just a human having a sad experience. Like that's just part of being human. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have to fix it all the time. I don't have to like make it better. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't even remember how I got there now, whatever, wherever we were, but it's like, just doesn't always all have to make sense or be fixed. Exactly. Just like 
be in the moment, check in with all your intentions, mm -hmm. do your best, whatever that is mm -hmm. <laughs> in that moment and mm -hmm. keep going, keep looking. Yeah, yeah. And get, get the support, the resources, the expertise to do that. Yeah, I think so. The episode that your client had shared with you was on why people don't heal. Oh, yes, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah, oh, it was and so part, good. Yeah, it was so good. A part of that is the fear, right? If if I decide to go on this healing journey, I'm going to unearth some things that I don't want to deal with yes. or I don't feel strong enough to deal with. And so that's when you know that you need to get support. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And it's okay that those mm -hmm. things are going to come up. Exactly. And it's going to feel so much better on the other side when you move through them. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well i am sure that everyone listening is going to go listen to that episode because i'm going to share it in a million places yeah. <laughs> go listen go listen go listen um as soon as we got into this conversation i found myself a little overwhelmed because i was like whoa we have so much to talk about and we're only going to scratch the surface and I don't really know which parts to pick to talk about but that's yeah. the beauty of both of our podcasts mm -hmm. um we both have many many other less episodes people can go back and listen to um yeah. to put more pieces together yeah but is there anything you wanted to say today or you still feel like has come up mm -hmm. and you think someone right now is just itching to hear yeah I would say that um you know for for uh, an elective termination right the 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 I would say the dominant emotions that someone is is left with is probably guilt and shame and a lot of it is cultural right yes. like you know what we've been taught in our society mm -hmm. you know religion plays into that as well right feeling as though we're going to be shunned feeling as though we have made a choice even if it's an empowered choice that um, there's shame associated with it yeah right and so you know going on another pregnancy journey that the shame and the guilt shows up and going on a pregnancy journey where there are challenges in pregnancy, a lot of guilt shows up yes. because you, you know, you automatically link it back to that choice. Like, oh, it's because I did that, God is punishing so me. Or because I did that, you know, my my body doesn't feel as though I deserve, mm -hmm. you know, to have a healthy pregnancy. And the fear, you know, like, what if my partner finds out I'm going to be judged or, I'm, you know, I'm going to be shunned, I'm going to lose people that I love or I'm connected to. And so pregnancy after that loss is really, really challenging. Yeah. And then even going into the medical space that brings in its own challenges as well, right? Because if you, you know, someone might feel disconnected from their body if they're holding that trauma in a really intense way. And if you're disconnected from your body, it means that you're disconnected from your baby, yeah. right? So that, that th there is like a, a re-triggering or a rehashing of the trauma that occurs at every single appointment where you have mm -hmm. to take, take your clothes off, mm -hmm. right? Where someone who you don't know and who is going to be masked is 
um, observing your body and putting you know things on your body or things inside of your body and so I just want to stress the importance of having support Mm -hmm. because not only are you going through pregnancy in the midst of the the craziness that's happening you know across the world right now right right? pregnancy in the midst of all of that you're also holding the history and the story from the past experience yeah yeah Mm -hmm. getting support surrounding yourself um I I had a loss between my two girls who are teenagers now Mm. and the disconnect I felt when the full-term pregnancy I felt it all the way through like Mm -hmm. I know I was so afraid to lose her that I never really connected and I still have moments where I look at her she's 15 now Mm -hmm. (laughs) still have moments where I look at her and I'm like she mine is she really here (laughs) did she really make it through that pregnancy um and that's okay too like whatever happens in your pregnancy post-terminations like notice it Mm -hmm. just noticing that for me is so healing yeah versus like what's wrong with me why aren't I connecting to this pregnancy what's wrong Mm -hmm. with me why do I still look at her and feel like she's not mine I'm just like yeah I noticed that I had some disconnection because I was afraid Mm -hmm. to lose her yeah or I noticed that I had some disconnection because I was afraid I'd be punished for my termination Mm. was not my case but many listeners will be their case so yeah and having someone to witness that noticing with you is so powerful so beautiful yeah yeah I just love you so much and (laughs) um I don't want to wrap up but I think (laughs) we just have lots more to learn in this life beside each other so yeah um what's the quickest way for people to find you to connect with you so people can find me on my Instagram. I'm at the birth warriors all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, my website is my name.com. So nataliefacey.com. And my last name is F-A-C-E-Y, like Facebook or face with a Y. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Natalie is E-E, not I. Yes, That's yes, Natalie is E-E. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll do all the linking just for people who want to run quickly and find you. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Thank, um, you. thank you so much for being here and for the work that you do. Yeah, my pleasure. So- and for your work, one thing that I noticed in, in your work and your, your framing and the language that you use is, um, I don't know if you said rebirth specifically, mm-hmm. but just acknowledging that, you know, going through a painful experience, you get to have your rebirth. Yeah, right you get yeah. to define who am I now and who do I want to be and there's so much yeah. power in that yeah. yeah yeah I think that we don't those of us who choose termination don't birth a baby but we can still birth ourselves exactly something is still born of that experience yes. and we can decide what it is yeah exactly yeah. Mm. <laughs> so good thank you thank you <laughs> Thanks for listening, and as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.